Welcome to Smart Branding, a podcast dedicated to branding, naming, and domain names. I'm Tatiana Bono, and with my guests, we try to help you create and grow strong, memorable, and meaningful brands online. I believe time is one of our most precious assets, and so I want to thank you in advance if you decide to spend the next 30 minutes with us. I promise to do my best to make those worth it. Let's go. So our guest today is Noemi Beres. She is a linguist by education, and she's currently running a company that helps, that is called Podcast Connections, and helps entrepreneurs build audience, um, create leads and generally improve their personal and their business brand by attending podcasts. Thank you for making the time, Naomi. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, Tatiana. It's a pleasure. So let's start with a bit of a background. You are in Cyprus now. You've lived in quite a bit of countries across Europe. Tell me a bit about yourself and how did you get from linguistics to podcast. <laughs> it was a long way. <laughs> Probably <laughs> I would need like a couple of hours to explain that. But in, in a nutshell, <laughs> I was born and raised in Hungary and I studied linguistics at the University in Budapest in Hungary. And uh, but at that time, you know, that was in the early 2000 years, uh, I couldn't really find any job or anything in, in, in uh, Hungary with my education as a Scandinavian linguist. It wasn't that popular <laughs> job. <laughs> and so uh, first uh, I, I got married young and together with my husband, we ended up first in Denmark. Then we moved to Ireland and lived there for seven years. That's where we established our first online business. And uh, in the past almost 12 years, we had been living in Cyprus now. And to answer your question, how I ended up doing, you know, from linguistic to, to podcast uh, connection, um, in the past 15, 16 years, uh, we've been working in the online marketing world, in the online travel industry. And mm -hmm. we really like that. That's what we did. And that's, you know, I was a content creator. Um, And I love doing it. But then COVID hit in 2020. And uh, in the early 2020, the whole travel industry basically collapsed. <laughs> so mm -hmm. from one day to the other, uh, you had to you know, figure out something. And luckily, and you know, the universe working with us, because my husband had a great mentor from Ireland. And uh, he told us that podcasting is, is the future, especially during COVID. And everybody's so isolated and so far away from everything. Mm. Uh, everybody's going to listen to podcasts. It's going to be like a Netflix for people just listening to stuff. And, and he advised us to, you know, to start our podcast agency. And that's how it got started. And since then, we established like a big network uh, with a couple of hundred of podcasts all around the world. We work with them regularly and mainly from the US, Canada, UK. Yeah. So that's, okay. that's our story in a, in a very in a short nutshell. <laughs> Very cool. I was like, you're talking about, oh, we live there seven years, death to all of them. Like, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. 2000 was like, like yesterday. When did that happen? <laughs> But uh, I guess, I guess time flies. Um, so, and so that's, that's funny that, um, that you got into podcasting just as the pandemic hit. And I, I find it very interesting. Uh, like we, had our own interviews in a written format before that. And I was very nervous. I was like, yeah, but I mean, would people want to listen? I'm going to have to talk. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's recorded, but it's still a moving live conversation. There's going to be more effort to, you know, make it work and edit it. And actually, since we started our podcast, it, we've had a lot more interest both on the participation side and on the 
listener side, and the conversations are nothing compared to the written ones. Like the the, the things that you get to talk about and that you find like talking to people. So I can totally see yeah, why podcasts are getting more and more popular. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like 2.5 million podcasts in the world. And uh, so there's a lot of space to cover. Uh, and what we noticed that during COVID, it was really, really popular. But then since then, a bit, you know, slowed down, the pace got a bit slower. But then they they're going to stay them forever because podcast creating they create evergreen content for mm. Google, for, for everything. So your name is going to be out there forever, basically. So that's the best thing about it. It's not going to disappear. It's not just an ad like the Facebook ad or Google ad that you pay money mm. for it. It's going to be there. But like podcast guesting and podcasting is a, is a long-term marketing strategy. And it's just so powerful uh, if you just think about the future as well. Mm. So what do you do exactly? What do you offer as a service to clients? It's a done for you service what we provide for our clients. Basically, we do everything. You know, when you have to fill out lengthy forms, you have to send out emails to the host. We do the booking. Uh, we just look after them and we organize everything. All they have to do is just appear on the day of the show and do their interviews. So that's what we do. We save them, you know, time most of the time, most of the time, time, because that's so important for them so they can look after their business and just leave organizing their podcast interviews to us. That's what we do. Mm, mm. And what do you feel are the most, because you, you've been doing this for quite some time now and, and you're working with a lot of entrepreneurs and on the other side with um, podcast hosts, what do you feel are the most common mistakes that both make when it comes to like using, utilizing the power of podcasts for, for improving a business? If, if I think about our clients and people uh, being podcast guests, I think the biggest mistake is that they don't use the content they created with the host, with mm. the podcast host, because you have the interview and it's so cool. And okay, if you're lucky, they go into like, maybe share it on LinkedIn or Facebook or somewhere, but they're not going to use the interview ever more. And they're waiting for the result to come. It's like, okay, I've done this interview and I, you know, I want leads and I want sales from it. It's like, that's not going to happen. That, that doesn't work mm. like that. Um, it's just, uh, I just actually counted my podcast minutes or hours, what I did so far as podcast guesting has started like a year before, in, in uh, I think 2021. 20, and I have all, almost six hours content. So if you have this content, you can cut it up. You can re, mm. uh, repurpose it. Uh, it's not a nice word, but yeah, you can repurpose it. You can make audiograms, videograms, you can make quote cards, anything. And I can share them like podcast interviews I've done or my clients done like today or tomorrow because the, it's evergreen content. So use the content that you have in your hands because that's powerful and that's so important. I think mm. that's the biggest mistake that people just share it once and, oh, I'm happy with it. That's fine. I'm just waiting and, you know, and something's yeah. going to happen and it won't because the podcast, host, sometimes the podcast host will provide you with, uh, with audiograms and, and, you know, content that you can share, but just do your own work as well because you know the you have the same aim to the same yeah. goal to work absolutely definitely agree with that and i've kind of even been guilty of that myself but i have to say we're getting better but definitely and I, 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 to support that I'm, I'm going to tell you that on our side when we started like we were like okay what are we sharing what we you always need content you want to keep your audience engaged you want when people you know come to your social media or to your website to have like relevant 
fresh content. And now we have the other problem. Actually, we have too much content. It's like, oh my gosh, how are we going to, you know, share all of that? I've actually posed, um, I post my invites because we we have a small team and we you know they're targeting people that are suitable for our audience and inviting them uh, and like I, in January I was booked until March and I was like okay hold on a minute because that's like we we have too much there but yeah it's 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 been absolutely great and on the uh, podcast host side I'm gonna I'm gonna use that opportunity and I'm gonna say my mistake that I find often since I've been guests on some podcasts. Uh, and I, I, I think it's important for people to know I've been guests on a few podcasts that like you do the show, then you go away and they disappear. And you're like, at some point a month or two later, you remember, hey, I was a guest on that podcast and I had to go to their website and it's been published for, I don't know how long. And they didn't tell me. And I'm like, why? <laughs> That's just crazy because, you know, I want to promote it as well. And I'm, you know, I've spent my time doing it. So I'm curious to see what happens. And that's a similar mistake, but on the other side. I agree with that. Yeah, I, 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 I've seen that. I've seen that problem with, with podcast hosts that they just forget about it. But I would say like like 80% of the hosts we're working with worldwide, they do send a reminder mm. uh, to the clients and to me as well that it's, you know, it's up and live. But obviously, it's not going to happen with everyone. So sometimes you have to follow it up. Or it also happens that some podcasts, they, they just have such a huge backlog that they can't mm. keep up with it and they're never going to publish it. And that unfortunately happens too. But, you know, we are all human. We make mistakes. And yeah. that's yeah. Part, of, part of the job. <laughs> Well, I guess that's part of your job as well, chase people around. <laughs> yeah, and it's part of our job too that, you know, we always hold our client's hand and it's like if something is cancelled or it's not going to happen because the it happened before that the host actually stopped the whole podcasting. It's like, I'm fed mm. up with it. I just stopped it. So you have <laughs> to replace, you have to replace that interview with another one um, mm. with the same value. So yeah, it's part of our job. So you just, yeah, okay, we just take it day by day mm. and part of the process and what are some tips if you can sort of share some tips for entrepreneurs who are like first time or are just starting to consider appearing on podcasts and i'm sure like a lot of people are, are nervous because it's you know you're putting yourself out there sometimes there's video not just audio etc you have questions that are, you know asked on the fly uh, and also in terms of whether and how it does affect you know their, their business and their image um, first of all, they have to do their lesson uh, and uh, do some research about the podcast they want to appear on. I mean, mm. take your time and listen to a couple of episodes because you appreciate the host as well and their work that at least you know what is all about, what's the podcast all about. Because I heard that from hosts before that someone's appeared on the podcast like, so, so okay, so what's this podcast all about? And <laughs> That's not a good question to start with. Um, you have to do your lesson and have to do your research. iTunes there, you know, uh, Spotify there, listen notes there. Do some research, listen to a couple of episodes so you know what you what you get yourself into. And uh, that's that's very important uh, to do. And uh, there's so much stuff on online that you can do and help with your mm. research. So that's, that's, that's fine. And afterwards, it's also important to start to build a relationship with the host. And uh, that usually starts with an email. So you have to make your email stand out and be unique. Because the host, like podcast hosts, they they're getting like an awful lot of uh, emails during like a week, a month, and they just don't have time to answer mm. all of them. 
And never forget to follow up those emails when you reach out to someone because it's also important. They may, you know, they they didn't have time to read your first email. They, mm. they will check your second. They went into a spam folder. Anything can happen. So it, it's important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. If it's a respectful message, if it's, you know, authentic, uh, I don't yeah. see a problem with following up. People are nervous. Well, like, I'll be there going to say I'm spamming. It's like, I've actually had that where people reach out to me for either the podcast or some you know even services they're offering it's a literally like it's a cold email but it's a service that is relevant to me and and they disappear and, and like it could be like weeks later i'll be like where did that thing go i can't remember what was it and you know who was it and go and find something else yeah. so yeah I don't, I don't think yeah people should be nervous too much about i'm not talking about spamming but like yeah if you're genuinely interested in somebody's podcast it's okay to follow up yes absolutely that's so true how do you feel podcasts have evolved over time because there, there has been like i mean we're going back to like radio shows even so in a way it's like a rebirth but in a much lighter format easier to access easier to produce because of technology now it's funny because everyone has a podcast now so if you have a, if you're on a business you have a podcast if you wrote a book you have a podcast if you, if you have like a unique hobby you have a podcast so anyone can start a podcast now so if you have the energy the money so you you can do that and uh, obviously there's differences between uh the popularity and and uh, successfulness of these podcasts but even moms from their kitchen they can run a podcast and mm. and that's okay and you know they can do solo shows they can do interviews so i mean this is it's a big boom i think it's 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 just it's still booming and this is i think this is great because you can you can tell your opinion about stuff you can talk to people and for example one of our clients told us he was he's from the uk and he told us it's so great because Whoever he wants to work with or to have like a customer, he can invite them on the show and have a chat live. So mm-hmm. and that that's so cool and, and powerful as well. So yeah, it's it's a different world now. Mm. Oh yeah, that's something that's that's very cool from your client actually. Because people usually invite, I mean, obviously you want to invite people who are relevant to your audience, but you can invite people that's like in the back of your head, you're thinking that'll be cool to work with those people because it's a very uh light conversation and i've actually had that i've had uh, guests and like after the show i would go and like try their service or, or product or whatever it is because it's not we're not selling to each other we're just talking you know like people do yeah, yeah. that's a very very idea as well um what else did i want to ask yeah when people start going into that podcast um idea to with the with the thought like not just to have some fun but to improve their business or their personal image to generate some uh traffic leads etc how should they target the podcasts that they want to appear and is that something that you cover as well we can always help obviously them uh, to to target these people but when you do it alone I mean, it has to be in your niche. It's just so important because some people just focus on the, you know, the listen, listen, let me listen, the number of listeners or the ratings on iTunes, everything. And that's important. I'm I'm not saying that's not important. That's also an important part. But I think the most important part is to find your niche. Do your research and find your niche because once you have your niche and your people, uh, your customers, your listeners are there and listening to that podcast. So it's always 
much more important to find your niche than to be on a celebrity podcast with Amy Port. So that's fun. Mm. And, you know, everybody wants to be on her show. And some may get lucky mm. and they are. But um, most of the people won't get on those shows. And I know my clients as well. It's like, okay, these are my top list I want to be. It's like, oh, that's so cool. But they are not your niche. And mm -hmm. those people who are listening to Amy Porterfield or Tony Robbins, they are not necessarily your people. So first of all, do your research and find your niche, find your people, because that's the most important. And it doesn't matter if it's a smaller podcast with 25 episodes or if it's a mid-sized podcast with 200 episodes, as long as it's in your mm. I think, yeah, that, that's important. As with anything, I guess, targeting, we, when we talk about um, naming and branding as well, we oftentimes reached the same conclusion where it's a big mistake that people oftentimes make trying to please everyone, trying to be everywhere and be everything for everyone, and you end up effectively just looking fake and, and you know, it all falls apart eventually because you, you can be everything for it. Yeah, I, I agree with it. You just have to focus on who you're interested yeah. in, you, in you and what you say to, to, to them. And it's also important for podcasting that don't treat it as an advertisement because it's not. And I, I had that before. I had, had clients, they went on a show and the, after the second sentence is, oh, I have a book. And it's like, oh, that's mm -hmm. so cool. Everyone, like every second person has a book now and it's published, <laughs> whatever. And it, because it's not about advertisements, it's about what you share, the knowledge that you share with people and how you mm. can help others. It's not about yourself and your product. It's about teaching and educating people. That, that's the most important part because a podcast interview is not a sales pitch and the, your mm. audience wants to learn something. They don't just want to, you know, praise my company, Podcast Connection, how good we are and how, you know, awesome we are, how we can help people but they want to learn something from me and that's why they're listening to your show and you know other experts and leaders podcasts so don't treat it as an uh, don't treat it as an advertisement because it is not a mm. yeah that's that's very important and i'm sure you can i've i have to i've only had one guest that was like that and i was like oh dear it's like you know i know and i do actually when i invite people i don't know it like i want it's not that I want them to, um, it, it's, yeah, the, the idea is I want the audience to learn from them and I want the audience to know what they offer in case they, um, like I always ask, I'm going to ask you now, <laughs> what is the ideal client for you? What is the, I mean, do they have to have certain location or size of their business or niche? And that's because I want my audience to be able to reach out to you if, what you're offering is relevant to them. So I'm, I'm helping them to identify that. But it's very different from, you know, you coming up and saying, so I have this service and click here and do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So on that, <laughs> what, yeah, what, what is the ideal uh, customer for you? So who would benefit the most from your services? It's either female, male entrepreneur. We, 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 we work with both party who is happy to share their knowledge and they have some kind of expertise when it comes to podcast guesting. But we do work with like beginners too and we help them to develop their topics, that develop their bio. So we're not focus, solely focusing on people who are like, you know, top-notch keynote speakers. We do have those as well, uh, but we do have beginners as well. So we are not picky or anything as long as we can work together because that's su such an important part for me because I like working with people who I like personally. And mm. the, the, the people we are working with, we have a great relationship and we don't have problems with them. And uh, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's so important. One of my clients told, I, I said that on an interview, it's like, you know, work with people that you love because that's so important. Otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, your job is going to become a nightmare. So we, <laughs> we have to be on the same, you know, vibe and we just have to see things uh, um, in a similar way. Plus, uh, I don't really like working with people who try to micromanage an agency and they, mm. they treat you as their assistant or VA or anything like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we have, the, you know, kind of expertise what we do and you have your expertise, but leave this thing to us because I try mm-hmm. to help you with my best knowledge and with our background and uh, experience. So if just trust, it's, it's all about trust and business is all about trust. So once we have the trust and one, when we like each other, I, you know, I'm happy to work with anyone worldwide. I'm not picky at all. And so, but most of the clients, our clients come from US, UK, not many Europeans though, but mm-hmm. I love working with Americans. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty <laughs> as charged. So they are very easygoing and I love American clients. I have to tell. <laughs> it's true that it's, I don't know why it is that it's, everything is a lot like more, I don't know, flows a lot easier. I guess that entrepreneurial spirit is a bit, it's a bit different there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are way ahead of us. Yeah. In, in Europe, we're still a bit like more, I don't know what's the word, heavy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we have our, you know, our advantages, let's say as well, but everything <laughs> is a bit, yeah, it's a bit slower. It's a bit uh, more, yeah. Well, we're old. That's it. <laughs> it's the old continent. <laughs> How do you feel now? Now that like we cannot miss the topic of uh, artificial intelligence and uh, chat GPT and all the other tools that are there to easily and quickly generate content. How do you feel that affecting if it has at all podcast and well now and in the in the near future? Actually, I just had this chat with my husband because he is the founder oh, really? and the co-founder of our company. And uh, I mean, this artificial intelligence stuff is just so powerful. I love it. And even when you have to, you know, make it like write a cold email or anything, it's just Mm. so cool and totally awesome. I think it was not taking over our job, but it definitely help help us to move forward in the world. So, yeah, it just makes our life easier. So, mm. um, and we need that. It's it's like, it's, it's the same with like, you know, parents, we don't like to let our kids playing on computers because, oh God, you're just, just going to spend one hour there and that's all. But it's not, it's part of their life and it's part of their social interactions. That's how AI is going to be part of our life and the business. So we don't have mm. to, you know, afraid of it or anything like that. We just have to accept it. And, yeah. Mm. That's, well, we had a small conversation over the weekend with um, my my sister and some colleagues, and it was that it's like you have people that are just scared of it and think like that's just weird and 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 creepy and like we shouldn't use it. And then it's like it does, and also the fact that I guess the name doesn't help artificial, <laughs> and people feel like yeah, but it's fake, it's not true. It's like no, it's what you do with it. It's you know like if before you go to the you had to go to the library and pick up you know twenty books and open them and read them and then you do the resume and you write it with your hand you know just because now you go on google and you type it it doesn't make it fake it's still you doing the work and and that's like the artificial intelligence the way i see it is just even like the next level of that 
but it's still us using it and how we use it that produces the result. Exactly. And, you know, I was born in the late 70s and 79, whatever, it's not a secret. And, and the thing <laughs> is that we, we we went through a lot. I mean, you know, because we, we lived in an era where we didn't have mobiles, we didn't have internet, we didn't have computers mm-hmm. and anything. And now we're living in a world that's using AI. So it's, it's such a huge um change that that appeared in our life and because our kids they just you know they they were born with internet and computers but for us we can see the world with with and without it but i think it's definitely it's it's for our advantage if you use it in the good way and uh and i love it and i just tried it and you can write an article like a thousand word article about anything using uh using ai it's just like wow it's mind-blowing Yeah, absolutely. We've we've increased our workload, and, and again, I'm not talking about. And I'm sure there are. I've seen I've seen a lot of actually articles already online that you can see. It's just copy pasted. It's just like write me an article and whatever, and it does. And it's actually not bad. And you know, if if that works for someone, that's great. We kind of use it more to to effectively. Well, we are enhancing what you would do like with your own research. You still have to check it. It does, it does have errors. At some point there was like, uh, actually, I think you have to get really used to, and that's, that's, uh, that's, I feel because people are like, Oh, copywriters, it's dead. You know, that profession is gone. It's like, no, it's the good ones that are going to learn how to use it and how to use it. Well, they're, they're going to be like even better because they can produce better content quicker and and it's just gonna be great. But you have to learn write like prompts. You have to learn how to how to manage it like with anything else that's new. But it's absolutely great um, how it can improve and increase your work. It's, it's brilliant. I find it amazing. Cool. Um, what else? What what's next? What's I mean we're we're in January, so New Year. What's next for podcast connections? Uh, for podcast connections, it's, it's always so busy and the new year as well. <laughs> and as always, but the thing that we try to help with our clients, we try to offer them different services, not just organizing interviews, but uh, helping them to create short content because short content is mm. not the future, but it's already here and it's so important. Like you can use it on Instagram, TikTok, you know, Reels, uh, everything that is around nowadays. So we help them to basically repurpose their content and make audiograms, videograms. So it, it can be part of our package as well in the future. And we try to to make that too and help them to use that content that they have in their hands and, and use it wisely and use it more often because it's, it's pretty important. So that's mm. our part. So we try to offer them different services that can help their job. Mm. That's great. And that goes back to the point that you mentioned that people like don't utilize fully the, the power of, of that content. And, and it's a good takeaway. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, that's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm pretty sure it will be valuable for, for our audience. Thank you, Noemi, for making the time. It's- Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Smart Branding Podcast. Feel free to visit smartbranding.com for more information and reach out if you have any suggestions, questions, ideas, or just want to learn more about how a good domain name strategy can help you build a strong and successful brand. See you next time.